And just like that, we are live. Hi, everybody. That's a nice, live. deep little throw on that one. You like that? Yeah, it moved. We are live. It's more of a purr. It's kind of a purr. Yeah, you're welcome. Wait, what? What does the cat say? <laughs> what is a cat's favorite color? All right, so uh, are you guys ready to do like a a thing? We should probably start the show since people are watching. I'm a big fan of starting the show, uh, if only because I get to spend an hour with my two favorite men. Mm. Well, there was another guy, but... I'll be honest, I'm a little sick of you guys. We spent way too much time together this week. Stop it. (laughs) The best best three and a half minutes of your life. Oh, it was fantastic. (laughs) I love the way both of you guys' hands are like sandpaper. We smell like burnt oak. I think I've said too much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the Hunger Games of Internet Radio. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host. And tonight, I volunteer as tribute. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan of all things, IzzySwan.com, and Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Hello. And yes, I did fall asleep watching the Hunger Games TBS Start to finish run, if you're wondering. Well done, sir. Yes, well played indeed. I volunteers tribute. Listen, That's really the only I, part of that I saw. I, I you're, you would make a beautiful cat nest. You need to I grow your, grow out your hair a little bit longer. I'm uh, not going. I'm not. Yeah, no. No. G- what? Give, huh? give it time, Izzy. We're just warming up. I can't okay. uh, listen. It is eight fourteen Sunday night. It's too early for this much hate from you. I'm not hating. I'm this saying. is. No, you're hating right now. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying Katniss is kind of hot. and Well, you are too, so maybe. Yeah, thanks. See? See? There you go. It all connects. There's no ends he'll go to to hurt. Hey, guys, you know what's coming up? Um, March 15th through the 17th? Oh, I thought we were talking about something else. My birthday? Okay. Uh, I thought I thought we were talking about the prostate exams we were going to do birthday. as a group. It's my birthday. When's your birthday? When's your birthday? March 19th. Oh, yeah, we're definitely celebrating Izzy's birthday. So we have a big uh, Izzy celebration, March 15th <laughs> through the 17th. The party is uh, 5 p.m. Saturday night, March 16th, right in the middle there. It's brought to you by We Like to Make Stuff Group and the Maybe I've Said Too Much podcast. There will nice. be uh, women, uh, probably voluntarily. Uh, At least one or two. <laughs> we're not paying uh, for any this year. <laughs> That's right. You know, wings, barbecue, drinks, beverages, uh, things that are clear, things that are brown. So, yeah. Okay. I I don't really have much to follow up with that. Well, I'm just telling you. I <laughs> thought, thought I'd interject that before we get rolling. Well, I do have a birthday coming up before then. Yeah, you do. So, uh, February 13th, if anybody, uh, if anybody wants to throw a dollar in my tip cup. You know, uh, you know really we're birthday buddies, cup. right? Are we? Yeah, I'm February 14th. Oh, you suck. Yours is awful. Mine hey, is mine's, awful. Mine's pretty bad um, just because, you know, you you really want some time to celebrate you. But, like, the whole time you're celebrating you, you have this whole, you know, relationship thing that you're supposed to be worrying about. and You can't re-gift anything from a male birthday for Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's... <laughs> like You like just no wait. One's, you no one's giving wait. away a Brazilian steakhouse uh, gift card uh, for Valentine's I'll, Day. You know? I'll get you something that you can re-gift. Uh, okay. I, I have credited Adam and Eve. 
we'll make this worth your time. Is that like like line of credit, or did you return something and they're I'm holding just, money I'm for just, you? I'm just saying there's a there's some credit there. <laughs> Sign me up, baby. I don't, That's right. I don't know what they'd sell, but it sounds like a good time. It's just a lot of apples, <laughs> apples and fake snakes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. No, or something. But uh, so, so uh, what's everybody been doing this week? <laughs> I I know I know. Do tell. <laughs> you go first, Mike. Yeah, you never go first. Go first. I know. Well, someone's got to host this stupid show. Um, <laughs> no, so, they don't. Yeah, it's true. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I retract my initial statement. Um, so we, and by we, I mean us uh i got a call actually I, I actually got two days notice this time which is way more than i usually get no wait i think it was one day notice yeah it was it was more than you normally get let's just leave it, it at that yeah it, it was it was it was less than 48 hours but more than 24 is basically <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so i get a call from joel going hey uh you should take friday off and come up here um or come to izzy's uh we're going to cling Sport to pick up a whole bunch of tools and I was like, oh, okay. And then so I told my manager I'm taking tomorrow off. Uh, and he said, why? And I never even answered him. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I thought you would just say reasons. No, I did. I just kind of looked at him like if I would have wanted you to know, I would have said. But because here's the thing. When you tell somebody, well, I'm driving, to, I'm, I'm driving from Charlotte to Greenville so that we could drive back to Asheville so I could drive <laughs> back to Greenville so I could drive back to Charlotte. All in the same day, people kind of look at you like, "What?" <laughs> so, um, but why? <laughs> well, and uh, and and here's the thing: is you know what I do for a living um, is is not that much fun right now. The mortgage industry as a whole is kind of poopy, and um, you know just the rates are bad, and you know the market's just bad right now, and just um, you know it, it, it's challenging. It's not that it's bad. I still, you know, I, I still have better job than most people digging ditches and whatever else they do. But um, it's just, uh, it's not that much fun. It's kind of depressing. It's it's a little despair ridden. So anytime you have an opportunity to get out and spend time with people who really like the things they do, who like spend time in these creative spaces, and um, and then on top of that, it's you know you two gorgeous bastards that I get to Damn uh, right. hang out with, and we just. Uh, you know, we just had a really good time sort of enjoying each other's company for the 14 hours we were riding, um, you know, and then building tools and just having a good time. So it was, uh, I thought it was a fantastic trip. So by the way, if you guys have a chance to go to uh, Sierra Nevada in Asheville, um, don't, you should go anywhere <laughs> else, but, <laughs> but, Very tiny uh, plates of food. yeah, no, it's just, uh, they're, they're not built for, you know, people that look like us so they um and we don't drink beer <laughs> so it kinda, but but that they do have cornhole they do one they do. one set of cornhole for the watch, 600 people that are there watching yeah. izzy look at look around like so why do people do this <laughs> <laughs> like not even being facetious like <laughs> genuinely no and i'm like yeah yeah no they do that and he's like no no really why why would you come to this place and play cornhole I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's fun and you hang out and he's like, no, but, but seriously, why would you come here and play cornhole? <laughs> I'm like, I honestly, I, ha I don't have an answer to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, did Gary just take a smash in the chair behind you? Nope. Nope. So, Gary's chilling out. 
So yeah, my week consisted of me doing that and then uh, heading off to uh, play with tools and, and uh, climate control while we drive up uh, with you two guys. And then today, I don't want to say finished, but I put into use my, um, my new outfeed table. The concept, awesome. the concept that I that I came up with like a hundred years ago, I finally built. I did a Facebook Live video of it, um, and I put that on our YouTube channel. So uh, if you want to see the forever talked about deal, you can either, if you're a member of the We Like to Make Stuff group on Facebook, you can head over and check it out. Um, it is way more brilliant than I should get credit for. Uh, That's true. But, That's true. I mean, yeah. it is a really, really cool and interesting concept, and I can't believe I thought of it. And it it is amazing how well I. I'm enjoying it. It's not how, that's not a sentence you should say, but um, how much I'm enjoying it, probably. But uh, yeah, it's 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 everything I wanted it to be, and a little bit better. And I keep playing with it and adding things and all that. But uh, feel free to uh, head over to our YouTube channel at Maybe Podcast on YouTube, or if you're in the We Like to Make Stuff group, you can see the video of that up there. If you want to see what the hell I've been talking about all this time, so it works awesome. So you had a good weekend. Today, this was everything about this was fantastic. So I am. Uh, this is a uh, five star in my book. But um, what have I, you guys been up to? I, I too had a, a fantastic weekend. I, uh, I and I have to say a special thank you to Preston Orr who uh, let me borrow his trailer so I could go help Izzy um, empty cling spore of their tool overflow. And uh, we Izzy and I have been building all week on a super secret project. And Izzy has been, uh, I know, Instagramming I know. that you do know, uh, <laughs> Izzy has been Instagramming that, uh, this week a little bit and he'll be back down here in a couple of days. Uh, we're going to finish up the, the project and the shoot. And, uh, and in the meantime, we decided just to go hang out with everybody. And, uh, Megan from sweet Aloha designs was there, her husband, uh, and, uh, Gary of course flew in from, I don't know, Saskatchewan, wherever he lives. And, uh, he was awesome because he did everything we didn't want to do, which included a lot of sweeping. And, uh, so I, so I, I visited in the last few days, I visited, you know, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, all the Carolinas. It was awesome. I had a great time and I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'll tell you what, Sunday couldn't have come fast enough though. It was a full day of not working till 12 at night. And so that was nice. <laughs> Yeah, what time did you guys end up wrapping up on Friday night after I left? Uh, maybe another hour and a half more, maybe. Oh. Yeah, I stayed. Uh, I, I stayed until nine thirty or so because I had a two two and a half hour drive home. So I think we um, kicked it out at what eleven thirty that night. Is he? Uh, I don't know. The days have kind of all blended together now. I, I right. can tell you. Well, it's a, it actually took me a little bit longer because uh, there was uh, Frank was over there, uh, one of Izzy's friends, and he it. it Getting him to move his truck apparently requires uh, the government to be uh, back in, in order because uh, he ne eventually didn't move it at all. So um, I had to work on a lawn in my uh, sedan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We should have videotaped got, that. Got Maybe we weird. did videotape it. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So Izzy, uh, what you been doing? Nothing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, same. You know, I worked out... Um, <laughs> I've been talking to to Klingspore for a while now about working together. I, you know, I've been bird dogging, hunting down a a tool company I really wanted to work with, um, and uh, can, these guys have been amazing. So we we worked out a deal, and uh, 
we're opening up the uh, the maker playground here pretty soon, so we needed some tools and. Uh, we went. I thank you guys so much for helping out. By the way, uh, I I can't be. It's a, this is one of those things. Woodworkers, to the, they're the greatest community ever. You know, I I called. I ha, I had uh, planned on going up Thursday, but um, the, the gentleman who was going to drive his wife was not feeling well, and they were in the hospital that day. So uh, I Joel said, no big deal. I'll just drive. You know, six million hours out of my way and come. You know, borrow a trailer and we'll go do this. So Joel. Thank you so much. Mike did the same. My pleasure. Gary flew in from <laughs> flew in from Utah, and uh, everybody just got together. Matt and Megan and her husband, and you know, uh, just it was it was awesome. So um, it was just a, it was an incredible event. We went up to Clinksport, as everybody knows. If you've been watching my stories on Instagram, I put out like a million stories. Uh, picked up all the equipment, came down, and not only did you guys come help help me get the equipment, but you all stuck around and um, helped helped put it together. You know, and which would have taken days for me to do by myself, uh, but you guys beat it out all mostly in just one night, and it was um, was pretty it was pretty amazing event. I was pretty humbled by the whole thing. I uh, I got to make a um, I got to make a girl at the cookout restaurant cry, um, so that was fun. So, yeah, you did. So they were busy, and, and when you guys were all here working mm-hmm. and killing yourselves to get this stuff done, Frank and I ran up to uh, the store to pick up a few things we needed for wiring, and then um, we stopped at the cookout to buy everybody dinner. So I ordered ten deluxe bacon burgers, ten cheeseburgers, ten corn dogs, ten quesadillas, and the after I kept going, you know. The, the, you should have seen this. She started crying. It was it was terrible. I felt so bad. <laughs> but, she takes her job very seriously, as he she's, apparently <laughs> she takes her job very but, seriously. Then we she's waited. Like, Why does this for man 40... need so many goddamn corn dogs? <laughs> <laughs> then we waited around for forty five minutes to get it, and we brought it back. But um, and uh, we had a lot left over next then the next day. But so uh, that was a lot of fun. And then Gary's been hanging out throughout the last couple of days. We've been working on the shop and cleaning and organizing, setting up dust collection and running wires and setting up the new TV and just getting everything ready for Thursday, which we have another event. We're going to do the Kaizen foam wall event. So we're going to put up all the Kaizen foams, um, trying to get everything, you know, just rocking and rolling here at the make, at the, at the, we're calling this place the Maker's Playground. So all the makers are welcome. And uh, it's just moving. Yeah, moving go forward. there. He'll he'll make girls cry to feed you. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> By the way, uh, at least you know you won't go hungry. Just just one one relic of the uh, of the trip to the to the Klingspore folks. Me and Joel did take some fantastic product pictures, um, which uh, I'm sure is going to be, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure we'll be making a calendar out of here soon. So uh, the, for those of you soon to debut the the 2014 right. Yeah, we're doing a 2014 calendar because uh, nobody wants this thing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So uh, if you're gonna want to be a member of the We Like to Make Stuff group um, to see that, because that's not gonna be published anywhere above there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, um, so a very limited run we're gonna be doing. So yeah, just uh, if you have an opportunity, um, like I said, if you're if you listen to the show and you're not a member of the uh, We Like to Make Stuff group, get over there. Uh, make sure that you put you heard us on the podcast in one of the three questions. So we just let you right in because otherwise we are very snobbish about who we accept in that group. So and I don't think that's true at all. But you know, we got to make it sound like it's an exclusive. 
it's, so. it's pretty exclusive. I, I turn away more people than I accept. Yeah. I think that's just, you know, you in general, though. That's just me in general. <laughs> so. so can I tell you something that's pissed me off for this last week? Um, yes. <laughs> you have to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, since since I was with him for some of the last week, I, I have an idea of what's coming. <laughs> so I, I was I'm very excited. I was um, I was uh, it it was brought to my attention that perhaps using new lumber and new products isn't being as uh, ecologically friendly as using uh, like say old barn wood and things like that. And I reclaimed. thought, definitely reclaim, reclaim, reuse. What do they say? The four R's, something like, uh, some it's, it's some sort of weird nationalist group. I can't remember what it is. Reclaim, reuse something, uh, coup d'etat at the end. I can't remember, but the, but the end of it is, is, uh, I thought, yeah, that's, that seems reasonable. Like obviously reusing these things is, is better. Uh, and then I thought about it for a second because you know, that's I'm, what you do. I'm a giant in the field of thinking. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then I thought, you know, I think that's complete bullshit. So, so this whole week I thought, you know, the barn that's being torn down <clears throat> is, uh, it was likely harvested in, in bad forestry techniques, stripping land of, of, uh, of, of what were probably, um, hundred year old, uh, trees that could have lasted a lot longer than they would. And, uh, and the wood I use is grown and, and harvested by guys that literally have master's degrees in how to make the world a better place by planting trees, harvesting them, using them for all the things that we love to use them for. And then again, replanting all those trees so that they can do it again. So it, 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 uh, it, it made me look up a few statistics and a few odds and ends. I found out that the University of Florida has a Florida forest stewardship program. And this particular program actually helps train lay people into, uh, into better land management practices so that they can both utilize the land that they own ecologically uh, well <clears throat> And, and sell the hard, uh, the hardwood and softwood products to companies, uh, in an efficient manner so that we don't create a lot of greenhouse gases, uh, in, in its processing. So, uh, so my thought on this matter is when you tear down a barn or you reuse items that were not ecologically, uh, manufactured, uh, and you add the waste and the fumes from the transportation of those items um to the already bad uh position that that wood has already put itself into is that you're actually doing a worse disservice uh to the world of uh responsible foresting than is if you were to buy new uh well-treated forest products and and i do this because i had to look up some things and I had to ask some of our suppliers some questions because as I'm revamping the Missing Digit Woodshop's webpage, I wanted to make sure that the products that we're in, we already do this when we ask about these things, we mostly use domestic hardwoods. Uh, and we do that for a reason. Obviously, um, 
there's a cost factor, but also there's a fact that we would like to provide the best possible products uh, with having the least impact uh, on the environment. And so as, as these, all these things kind of came together last week, I thought, you know what? I think it's time for somebody to call bullshit. And that's me. I, you know, the part of the problem too is with the barn where you don't know which ones are gluten-free and which ones aren't. That's you true. Know, that's, so, that's, some of them, some of them could have uh, venison in them. Yeah. I, I will say that, uh, I, this little rant you're on, I thought we were going to talk about butt stuff because that was really the co- topic of most of the conversation. I have um, a feeling this is going to cause a little bit of butt hurt, so we're not hard, <laughs> uh, hard, hard and fast on that. I mean, I, I think they'll they'll meld together. Um, <clears throat> let me ask you a question. So, uh, as long as we're you know going to shit all over our pallet wood friends, um, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, I find for myself because I do use uh, you know pallet wood. I don't do it for any. Um, oh wait 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 hold on a second. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and you just you just mentioned pallet wood, which by far is one of the most egregious things that we do is use up pallets, <laughs> right? Because pallets are used until they literally fall apart. Yes. Companies don't want to pay for new pallets. They use them and use them and use them over again. But you're taking three or four slats and then burning the rest because you're not using the things riddled with nails. But you wanted to get that barn wood look out of pallets I, I probably have i use this stuff riddled with nails by the way i, you, I like you do the, uh, i like the nailed look <laughs> bent over nails and projects are always good um I, I i did that too see for me the 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 whole idea behind i'm lazy uh so the whole idea behind using uh pallet wood and reclaimed stuff is it doesn't require as much uh finishing work because you know you want that reclaimed look so you don't right. have to sand it and plane it and you know get it quite as sexy um, you know, as you would with, uh, you know, traditional, you know, hardwoods and, and real lumber. Cause when I build things out of walnut, that's a real pain right in the ass. Um, well, well, hold on, hold on a second. Now you're taking this to a whole different level. I, I, I said it wasn't the better practice to reclaim these things. You're now calling those people lazy. No, no. I said, I'm lazy. I said that specifically. So, um, yeah, but now, that could be applied across the field. And I, I think that's a bold statement, Mr. Laffey. I, I mean, I, I, I get that you want to put this all on me and and listen, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Bring on the hate. I'll fight all of you except Paul Jackman. He's a big dude, <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, no, the, uh, I, for myself, it's a, you know, it doesn't require all of the stuff, right? So you can just, uh, you, you get it close. It doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, you bang a few bent over nails in it and then, uh, you know, a uh, couple coats of poly and hang it on the wall and you're good. Right. So there's not, uh, there's that's, not as much. That's apparently the trend. Yes. But, uh, but I mean, I don't, I do most guys do that stuff for ethical reasons. I think there's, there may be a handful of people, but I think most guys just do that because it, it already has sort of that treated aged weathered look that they like. I, I think, I think I, there's, I, I, I too have, uh, I'm kind used... of going devil's advocate here. Well, no, no. I mean, in the beginning, I certainly used uh, the hardwoods that came on pallets for a little project here and there, and that was fine, and that's good. Uh, and and I did, of course, you know, hurt the environment by having them make more pallets uh, because I used up perfectly good ones. But uh, I think there's a point that, at least the point I'm making, is that I don't think there's any moral superiority to the fact that when you re claim something sometimes the damage has already been done on an item uh whatever you're doing like a like a barn wood or a pallet wood or something like that 
and any additional modification <laughs> to that item is is there's no plus side to it. It is what it is. The cost and whatever measurement you want to add to it, what you do doesn't give it an additional negative amount for that cost. And my thoughts on it are that those who preach that this is a a benefit, uh, I think it's really, it's not going far enough in the equation. I think it sounds happy and cute on the top, but I think if you look back and you look farther, and actually Izzy's work, Izzy's work when he does uh, rustic, where where he's literally going to a guy that goes into forests and harvests these these um, broken branches and other things that you've you've seen his portfolio, where he's they're pulling off these uh, literally rustic. I'm talking about bark yeah. We literally on, we literally go behind loggers and clean up after them. Yeah. Um. Or harvest trees that have been damaged. That, that's what you know how we sustained what we did uh, it wasn't we weren't cutting down new growth trees but you know that being said i'm not opposed to it uh, but we we would go behind loggers and the branches and i mean you know if it's not six to eight inches in diameter and a lot of times more than that it's left behind if it's if it's not if it's 10 inches in diameter and not perfectly straight it's it they leave it so right you know we that's where you know, uh, so it's not really reclaiming. It's just kind of picking up after the loggers. Yeah, but I've seen I've seen the photos you have of like the warehouse of the big rustic uh, furniture guys. They're pulling off like like there's driftwood, things that have fallen into the ocean. Oh yeah, you know, or shrub trees, you name it. Anything that you would not think about using for wood, furniture, that's what we use. Right, <laughs> L- literally the waste of the forest. Yeah, uh, which which currently doesn't have like an ecological factor on it. Other than the fact well, that eventually it will have fungus on it, we're not really doing anybody a great service. I mean, the, the, it would eventually rot into the into the you know um, ecosystem and, and, yeah. and enrich the soil. So it's not like we're you know it's not like it's a huge help or anything. You know, it's not there's nothing altru- there's nothing there's no altruistic side to it. It's all just you know it's a it's how we made money. Right. The nice thing about that being is we didn't that was material we didn't have to pay for. If, well, you know, aside from paying, you know, guys money and driving a truck in there and chainsaw gas and maintenance on equipment and, you know, then all the lots and lots of effort it take to make it, take it from something green to usable in a piece of furniture. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot in between just picking it up and, you know, you don't just go pick it up, throw it in your car and go home and use it. It's, there's a lot in between that, but, um, Yeah. So as far as like, and then when you talk about, you know, you talked about barns, for instance, you know, and we look back in, you know, 100, 150 years ago, the harvesting wasn't, wasn't thought of, they didn't think of sustainability back then. I mean, trees were the most abundant thing ever. So, you know, we just chopped them down big giant redwood trees and everything you know throw your coffee cup over your shoulder as you're doing right. it right. And, so. and go at it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there were some devastating but impacts to when I think they were there are, logging. You know, it, you know, to take that history, you know, to be the play the devil's advocate here and just let it rot away. Um, I'm not, I'm not so keen on that. But don't, I do agree that you're not, you're not doing the world any great favors, you know, uh, from an ecological standpoint at all. You know, yeah, using, I, I, in fact, in fact, you're releasing. <laughs> You know, lead paints and, you know, hundreds of years of chemical and dust and, you know, who knows what into the, you know, into the atmosphere. So, you, you know, it, 
when we get when we get barn wood, it, get, it gets power washed to get all the as much as we can out of it as far as like the lead paints. If you're using barn wood and it's got paint on it and it's kind of sketchy, it's lead paint. You know, so be careful. Don't don't breathe it. Um, so there's a lot there to think about as well. But you know, it's not. Again, that wasn't an altruistic thing. It was a means to. It was a means to make money. It was you know, like anything else. Barnwood has a great look to it. We weren't you know we weren't trying to be. We we're trying to save the world. We we're trying to feed our kids. So you know that's mm-hmm. again we're not you know. And as far as pallet wood goes, um, pallet wood is typically cut from what's called a cant. Now, the center of a tree, when you're when you're cutting wood commercially and you're cutting two by fours and four by fours and and stuff and all those things, and you know, there's the center of the tree right where the where the circles start. Where is the pith? The pith. The the heart of the tree. You know, yeah, the, or, the, the or six who, inches. When Mike Tyson has to go to the bathroom. The six or so inches around the center of the tree. Now, not so much anymore, but it used to be. Uh, you never cut that. That was junk. They called it a cant because you can't do anything with it. So that would be the six by six or four by four of material that would just get chopped up and, you know, either shredded or burnt. Uh, so what they started doing was milling those down on bandsaw mills and using them to make, uh, to make pallets. And the reason you can't use them, so I iterate a little bit further on this, is that the center of the tree is so unstable that if you try to use that in material, it's the most likely to warp, the most likely to move, the most likely to do things that you don't want it to. So before, it would just get tossed away. Now, in the process, with with more modern techniques for drying and how we do things now, you're gonna all, you're gonna find centers in in two by fours and two by sixes and all that stuff. They don't they don't necessarily do that anymore. They still they use that material. But um, yeah, buy a two by twelve. You'll see, you'll be well, right dead smack in the middle of that pine tree. And if you don't cut it out and turn it into a picnic table and leave it outside, it's going to warp on you. So that's that's just part of that's part of the process is understanding where unless you've got unless you have four or five cleats going down it and you have it screwed down like well you know know, that's why they combine it with plywood for headers you know they'll do they'll sandwich a a couple of pieces of plywood in the middle screw everything and 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 glue everything together to create a big long header for a big open area yeah but that industry the pallet industry has become such a huge industry. Um, now they just cut down whole trees and rip them up to make pallets and they, they, they do it wet. They're not, they're not dried. They don't care. It's a pallet. So what happens is we end up with all these weird species of trees because they don't care what species it is either. I mean, it's just, if it's in the, if it's there, it's in the way they're going to chop it down and use it. Um, but the thing to remember is that most of these, especially on the U S side, and you're seeing this a lot in other countries as well, um, they're being replanted and they're typically being replanted with fast growing trees. Uh, with trees that are that grow much quicker and are less susceptible to uh, decay and bug and things like that, so it's not like they're just tearing it down and not reusing. I can't speak for every country, but just off the top of my head, I know the six or seven countries that are partaking, p- participating in um, in what well, I think we call the natural. If you look it up on the National mm. Forest Service here in the U.S., you'll see that what what I'm talking about. But that are you know you know they're not. Clear cutting is not okay anymore. It's not like it was 30 years ago when I was a kid where they, you know, bloggers would come in and buy 
you know, a thousand acres and just, they didn't care what it was. They were going to chop it down because tonnage rates, when you're talking about, um, when you're talking about selling trees, you don't think about the species or what it is you think about as a logging company, you're thinking about tonnage. You're paying so much per ton of tree. The tonnage rates when I were a kid were high. I mean, they're crazy high. You, You can make a ton of money selling trees to loggers. You know, because they were just paying great money for them back then. Not so much anymore. Um, yeah. But they go in and clear cut and, and leave it. You know, that was huge in the paper mill industry, especially 30, 40 years ago. The paper mill industry was doing more damage than the furniture industry ever could. Uh, you know, we, we all needed paper. Uh, but now... With That's the, only because they made weed illegal. Right. <laughs> if, we'd, with, if we'd have been growing hemp, we wouldn't have had these problems. That's so. right. Obviously. Damn but you, William Randolph Hearst. There's a there's a lot of and now there's a lot of people that are making a lot of effort towards, you know, third world countries where they're chopping down all kinds of trees and making sure that that's done sustainably, not buying material from companies overseas that aren't doing sustainable harvesting. Um, the guitar industry is a really big uh, leader in that. Um, uh, Taylor Guitars, he's he's done a lot to make uh, movements towards sustainable, sustainable, far, you know, forestry overseas. Uh, here in the U.S., it's, I mean, you're, there's a lot more regulations for loggers. If you're cutting, you're, you're repopulating, you're replanting. Typically, you're replanting with stuff that we can use to build homes with, fast-growing, uh, fast-growing pines, fast-growing cypress, aspen. You know, these trees, that are, these trees will mature in 15 to 20 years, at, you know, at 40 to 50 feet tall. So, I mean, they're fa- super fast-growing trees. Uh, so, they, you know, there's a lot of that being done. So it's, you know, if you think about it from that standpoint, you know, a one logging company, if they go in, let's say they're doing a million acres, they do a 1,000 at a time and replant it. By the time they get to the last acre, they can turn around and start over again. So, I mean, yeah. so, you know, when you start thinking about it, you know, that being said, we're still putting pollutants in the air with all the diesel and all the equipment that's being ran. Yeah, but, but they're so efficient to eke out that that profit. I mean, like, like I they have I, to be. They have so, to be because there's yeah. just not the profit anymore in it. But yeah, I, you, I, like I said before, you just don't get the tonnage rates anymore. So you have to be super good at this. Yeah, these. I mean, these were these were in in the time period where these barns were built and these these older uh, these older methods of harvesting. They weren't nearly as ecologically friendly if only for the fact that they were much smaller scale, they weren't regrown. They <coughs> were stripping land of everything. You'd, I remember growing up where there, there would be a forest there for as far as you could see in, in the middle of Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden there was nothing. There wasn't, there wasn't, um, anything but a few stumps here or there. Um, but these days I think, I think in, and reiterate my point is I understand the, desire to make the least impact and i understand uh the fight against uh trying to make a living and i think that uh to be um to do the best thing for both both worlds is to find the most efficient way to get the things we need to make that living I i think really do think that's the the best fight possible uh is when you make equipment that that is quicker when you make engines that are are better at, at controlling pollution when you are are using woods that are uh uh in replanting that are disease resistant 
and that you can grow these ecosystems really quick and harvest them very efficiently, everybody wins uh, because everything that we get out of that costs less, uh, both monetarily and it costs less on the environment that we're pulling it from. So it's, uh, I, I just, I want to, I, I kind of want to call out um, some ideas that I'm, that we're not um, being a good steward to the craft that we're in. Uh, it irritates me to think that, that there are, uh, that there are people that propagate the information and it's, if you take the next step of saying, yes, we reuse something that would have been thrown away and you say, well, maybe it should have been thrown away because that's doing anything more to it is not a plus or it's not a negative to the impact it had. It's you're only adding to it. So I, I I'm fine with aesthetics. I'm fine with other reasons. I'm not fine with the idea that you're saving the environment by reusing. That's, that's, that's me. So where are we at with reclaim guys? Do we they can all they can all eat a dick or are we? Um, I, I don't understand. What's our what's our position as a podcast? I well, it, you can take whatever position you want. And no, I'm, no, no. We where we, we go we, one, we go all. We I want to know what is our one, position as a podcast. I I can, uh, they all, can they all get screwed or or do we I, do we have I some do we have some love in our heart for them? I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't want them. Uh, they can reclaim for all the reasons I stated. Uh, and they can promote it for all the reasons I agree with. And after that, they can eat a dick. But after that, I, I'm, you know, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm calling some people out for making some information that isn't well thought. Uh, oh, so, oh, I just, okay. I just, I'm going to, I'm going to update the website and I want to, <laughs> with, <laughs> with some declarations. So I just want to make sure you want to, you want to, you want a mission statement. Yeah. I mean, I just want to make sure, you know, when I update that, cause I mean, what you just said is, I mean, you're really good at normally concating things and uh, what you said takes up a lot of space and uh, requires a lot of typing. So I was just, um, you know, I was just trying to kind of figure out where we stand as a, as a podcast on, I, I I'm, willing, want... I'm willing to take whatever opinion we decide. Um, I, don't, I don't want to tell them to eat a dick. I, I like the guys. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a good show. And, and they talk a lot about, <laughs> they, they talk a lot about things and, and they're, they're good people. And, and I think, uh, I think what they do and, and the projects they make are amazing projects. And I think it's when, uh, when we, Basically include, what you're saying was people get too full of themselves. You're going to be there to call them on it. When I get full of myself, there are plenty of people that let me know. And I don't think, uh, I don't think I want to skip on passing that kind of love around. Fair enough. I don't, so, yeah. I don't think anyone would. Uh, I don't think anyone would argue that point. Plus, a little. I mean, it helps our. I mean, be honest with you. When we get in fights with people, people people love that shit. Don't, don't get me wrong. This is this is we we get our ratings go up. People subscribe gonna, to us. I'm gonna go on our uh, iTunes feed and change the name of our podcast to uh, maybe I've reclaimed too much just to piss you off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's don't, I, hey, it's don't think for a second that's not going to be the title of this show. That's that's right. <laughs> that's right. I, I'm fine. again. Let me let me make because you're you're you're. I feel that I might have muddied up my point a little bit by you. No, no, no. I'm muddying it I, for you because you tried no. to put some bullshit on me earlier in this show. So Th- that's I'm, uh, true. That's true. I uh, I I like the idea. I I agree with all sorts of reasons. But if you if you come at me and tell me 
that you're doing this because you're being a better steward than someone that's buying new lumber uh, or, or, or lumber that is, is, comes from reliable uh, and, uh, and, and well-trusted sources, then I'm going to say it's bullshit. So that's where I, that's where I start and stop on that. I, you know, I got to tell you, I, uh, just for myself, um, a, a very good friend of mine here very recently, uh, posted on something on Facebook that, uh, he, he didn't notice the shutdown. Uh, he didn't notice the government, um, came back online. He didn't notice a whole bunch of these things because, uh, they just didn't matter. Uh, cause he was preoccupied doing other things. And, uh, and I'm basically at the same place on this. <laughs> the, if if you reclaim wood and you think that that does something for the environment, well, that's fantastic. And uh, if you're not willing to hear that it doesn't, that's even more fantastic. I don't really care because uh, the uh, my W two doesn't change based on it, and there's no cancer causing uh, carcinogens that are going to go away because you stop doing it or start doing it. So it's a relevant point. Well, I mean, you were using MDF on your project, so you're basically Satan. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the... Uh, I actually said that in my video. Like, hey, here's everybody's favorite... <laughs> that's right. ...thing. That's right. And, um, and that's okay. I, I'm fine with you being Satan. I uh, Listen, somebody's got to do it. I mean, uh, you know, I, my job is to be the dick on the show. So, And that's good because I'm a dick. So it, it kind of works <laughs> out really well. Um, yeah, I, the only thing I like in... Uh, if I were to say... I actually have a, so there was a garage here in town that a buddy of mine was in the, uh, he was a, he's a real estate agent and he, he sold the property and it was an old, uh, gas station and they had these shelves up and they were, the shelves are 110 year old poplar and they've just been sitting there. And uh, I like that because they're seasoned. So, um, you know, they're, they're seasoned they're, with oil. They're, they're done moving. They're not going to be shifting that's, that's and true. doing all kinds of things. So, um, that is the only uh, the only thing I really care about in in terms of all this. Outside of that, I don't um, you know all the wood I have is mostly found or donated anyway. So uh, I'm just because I'm that guy. You're the one that's got to buy pallets of this shit. So you know that's true. I I do purchase a little bit more, but we work you know we work with our suppliers to make sure that what we're getting is and frankly what we're asking for has to be grown in a way that they can they can replenish it because there are people I'm, I'm not lying to tell you that my prices on walnut fluctuate with how many people are dying and how popular walnut is in casket making. That's not a joke. Like what? that's no, that's I'm quite serious. If, if there's a higher death rate and people want walnut for caskets in general, the market, because one of the highest demands for, for walnut is casket making, uh, the prices go up and, and that's not, I, I, that's not a joke. It's not even a funny thing. It's just happens to be how supply works. If, if you're dying and you want to, if you want a nice dark wood casket, then you know, the cost of the wood I buy goes up. Um, so, so stop dying on me. So the more people that can get cremated in Georgia, the better your wood prices are going to be. Well, yeah, all, all through the Midwest, we we pull from from the South and the Midwest on on walnut. We pull locally from for um, maple and oak because those are very prevalent in the South. Well, now now to talk about reclaiming, uh, you know, if you get cremated, you can't donate your organs. So I mean, you know, we've we've <laughs> we've gone full circle. That's that's right. <laughs> so. 
There's a good chance that a lot of people aren't going to want our organs. I can't imagine that by the time I'm ready to give them up that they'll be worth much. So That's true. Maybe there'll be a guy in a plaid suit being like, listen, to, this is the perfect model. It's one owner. It's, uh was, uh, was driven owner. on Sundays, and uh, that's it. <laughs> he, he was known to get a little bit weird with masturbation, but outside of that, everything else, <laughs> I don't know that that translates over when it uh, comes time for <laughs> you to accept the organs, but it is what it is. So That's right. Well, yeah, that's, uh, um, you know, I just thought about something. Actually, uh, somebody in the uh, chat said this. I'm not going to give him credit for it because he may not want it out there, but uh, if you dig up those caskets, you can reclaim that wood too. That's so, true. Um, that's true. Yeah, that's uh, for all those reclaimed guys out there. Something listen, to think listen, about. I, I don't want to go too far in this, but I, I'm going to tell you that, <laughs> that, 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 he, that... He feels the line encroaching. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that there is ivory available if that happens. Okay. Right. You're <laughs> going to have to let that one sink in. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, right. so, so, that, so, so that was don't my, get cremated. Don't that was my old man rant right there. Don't, uh, don't go digging up caskets. Right. There's a lot going on. Right. That's that's pretty much where I'm at. By so, the way, uh, Paul Jackman, I know that you listen to this show. At some point, um, I need you to make a, a pallet wood <laughs> casket. Casket. <laughs> <laughs> But but doesn't he Halloween's always make everything? Coming. Yeah, but hold on a second. He makes things bigger than they actually are. Like, yeah, like legs and 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 nutcrackers and things like this. So how big is this going to be? Like a house in the shape of a casket? I think he should make tiny ones. Like do a whole bunch of different ones and then like sell whiskey bottles in them. Right. He could put. He could put. Uh, what's his name there? Uh, why can't I think of uh, Phil Pinsky's name all of a sudden? But uh, he, he could put Phil Pinsky out of business because people would buy the reclaimed ones before they buy those scotch things that he sells on his Pinterest channel. Right. Or I'm sorry, Etsy. 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 Etsy, not Pinterest. We don't sell them Not Pinterest. Pinterest. By the we way, if you haven't had an opportunity to, uh, to swing by uh, Phil Pinsky's Etsy uh, channel, I don't have the thing, but if you do a Google search for it, you'll find it. Um, he's got some pretty cool things on there. He makes these, uh, what are they, scotch bottle holder things? That little he sells kits, little kits. They are adorable. Um, they are adorable. Yeah, they're they're reasonably priced for the craftsmanship, and uh, I'm not sure how many he keeps in stock at any given moment. But to head over to his Etsy store if you haven't seen them. Um, they, they uh, they're not reclaimed, as far as I know. Are they? I I didn't. Sure. <sighs> now I have to now I have to check to see now if there anything's reclaimed before I recommend anything. I uh, I I'll tell you what I I really enjoyed this weekend. I am. I, I honestly, that topic was simmering for, for the week previous. And, uh, I don't want to take away from the fact that I had a greater weekend than most people do all year. And, uh, it was thanks in part because you guys, uh, were there and, uh, the fact that, uh, we got to go everywhere and eat small portions of food. The best, <laughs> the best part of the trip is I'm driving down 85 to get to, to Greenville. And then we get on the road and, and the goddamn navigation says 85 North and we're heading straight back to Charlotte. Um, we, if it wasn't for one left turn, uh, we'd have been, so we basically drove right past my house to get where we were going. So I drove all that way to turn around and drive all the way back to then drive all the way back to then drive all the way back. Yeah. But you can't put the price on that. 
because in no, that no, time we recorded the the Sweet Caroline uh, video, did. and this... and that that was well received by uh, <laughs> a lot of people. Check out uh, Izzy's Instagram and check out Mike's post on that. It was uh, it was excellent. I, I believe we even have it on uh, 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 the uh, the uh, the Instagram for uh, maybe podcast. By the way, I just wanted to uh, before we move on from this point, real quick. I did get a bunch of shit from somebody uh, for saying the term "God damn it," so uh, I just wanted to uh, really quickly go over why that is oh, offensive. Okay, let's do this. This is the, this <laughs> all is, right. This is the airing of grievances part two. <laughs> <laughs> because because um, I I pay attention to language. It's actually what I do for a living is use words. So um, it, when you say "God damn it," you're not saying damn god you're asking god to damn something am i wrong in this or am i right no you are so, you're phonetically and and uh, uh uh grammatically correct okay so if i stub my toe on a wall and i say goddamn wall i'm not i'm saying goddamn the wall right so now i may be i mean that's similar to what would be praying it's just there's not two people around generally um, which i know is what you need according to matthew to have your prayers answered but um, if two or more are gathered, but, uh, so usually it's just me saying words, but so if I stub my toe and I say, God damn it, um, I'm not saying, uh, damn God or being blasphemous to God. I'm asking God to damn something. By the way, exactly. Right? How would that, how would that work on the wall thing? How do you imagine him damning the wall or I, I, her or her? Look, I, look, I'm not when your toe is assuming. ringing like that, um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm when, wondering if you would like change the the color of it, maybe make it have a warp or, in it. Or, you know, like you just, uh, you know, something, uh, you, someone's fighting and you just want them to stop, you know, that, so that all I'm saying is that we, we've decided for completely um, stupid reasons that that's just a bad term and you can't say it, but the actual use of the words um, isn't offensive. You just make it that way. So, and, uh, you know, God damn that's, it, don't do that. That's pretty much, uh, how all offensive words are. We've, yeah. we've decided that they're wrong for whatever reason. Yeah. And but this one is stupid on because we've, a, a, we've agreed on the language around this. Like if you say the F word, people, you know, we, we've agreed that that's naughty and bad. And you've been told since you were a child that that's in fact the case, but <laughs> because that is, you know, for, for what it stands for and, you know, the, the context by which it's used, this is not that. So. Izzy, Izzy has gone suspiciously quiet for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if I have something Izzy, to say, I'll speak up. Izzy, do you have anything to say about uh, uh, the, the reclaimed people or the term goddammit? No, I think we got that covered. <laughs> Izzy's you like, sure? I'd like, I'd like to keep the few sponsors that like me. Yes, that's probably true. <laughs> no, it's got nothing to do with it. So uh, Izzy's going to regardless. be... Izzy's going to be um, releasing a video from our trip mm -hmm. at some point in the near future. Next week or um, so, yeah. We, we did record um, a whole bunch of video while we were doing that. And, yes, we did. Uh, and I'm not sure how much of that's actually going to make it to the thing. One thing I will say, ten, I've been around about, Izzy. About 10 minutes worth. Just, yeah. uh, well, here's the funny part is I've been around Izzy a couple times now when he's recording, and we were making that bench. I remember thinking at some point, there's no way he has enough um, footage for a video. And then he had like footage he didn't use. <laughs> Lots like, of footage I didn't use. Yeah. This is a wizard. Uh, when he, cause 
And that's actually, uh, I'd like to, the next time I come down there and we actually do a video, I may record you recording the videos just so people can get an idea of what you actually like record and then what actually I, makes it in. I think that process would be yeah. very interesting to people. I try so. only to record the things that are visually and um, visually interesting and things that would make a point to the viewer because the rest of it is just, it's just sanding. You know, it's, it's all the boring labor intensive stuff in between that matters not, you know, it's the things that there are a few, that's the, that's the thing about woodworking and, and the, the kind of the lie of YouTube is that we make all these projects and these projects last 10 minutes. And in a lot of cases, they last three or four days or, you know, a, a whole afternoon or two days. And it's just all the in between stuff is boring. You know, if you think about it, it's, it's not boring to do because you're partaking, but it's it's kind of boring if you um, are just sitting there watching. And if you guys had to watch us build a bench from start to finish, no one would really watch that. Well, there might be a few sickos out there that would, but for the most part, <laughs> normal human beings would be like, I, yeah, the, no. <laughs> the, the question I have for you is that, you know, when you, I mean, what part of me in the video is not visually interesting? I mean, that's got to be really hard to um, wrestle with that concept. Yeah, that, right? was, that was really hard for me to you know, to cut some of those things out. It was tough. It was really hard. I, I, I struggled with that one. Like I imagine. For Cause about, I, you know, through half, maybe even three quarters of a second. He cried. Yeah. That's, um, I, cause I mean, when we were watching, uh, I mean, I've seen some of your videos on YouTube, but I watched the, the bench one about 1400 times at this point. So the, uh, of the, of the 80,000 views you have, I think 14,000 of them are me. Nice. And so, just, uh, I, I'm actually, I am a little disappointed that you didn't get the picture of me laying across it mid-build. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I thought very, very, very hard and long about making that the thumbnail. Yeah, how do you recover, though? I mean, yeah, but, editorially, yeah, you gotta, how do you, you, gotta, how do you, you recover from there, that? Right? <laughs> You'd be like, Izzy, stop talking. Let me look at that luscious body again. <laughs> If you could just it's put just that on. 10 minutes a of a picture of Mike laying on the bench. Somewhere there's a bench build in here. If you can find it. The little doo-wop uh, music playing in the background. Good to go. Uh, I'm a big I'm fan. Sorry. All right. So um, so we've we've discussed language um, and all the reclaimed guys can eat a dick. And then what else? Where are we at with everything else? I'm trying to, uh, I'm updating the website again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the website is looking really good. I've been noticing all the changes on it. And uh, you have a lot of information on that, sir. Um, there is a, uh, so I have put a ton of work into this website. Um, the maker links part of it. If you guys haven't stopped over to see that, um, all of the content creators who have submitted information to me, um, those are all like up there. It's not all of the content creators and, and people that are in our group or people that even I know. Um, at some point I'm actually going to go through my friends list and figure out, which of my friends aren't on there and then get them added um, because uh, the, some of those guys uh, you know, may not actually send their information in, but they're probably all worthy of being up there. So um, if you've submitted some information up there uh, for me to put up for links and I haven't gotten to it yet, I'm sorry. Um, this last week was weird uh, and I took Friday off. So I've been, I was in a car for all day and then building tools. So, um, but yeah, the website's got the, uh, it's got all the good stuff on there. So um, stop by there, check things out. It's, it's getting sexier by the day. So, and I'm going to actually, uh, start farting around a little bit with a certain missing digit woodshop website here. Not in, uh, in, in not too much time. I'm looking See forward to that because I could use a little hand. Yeah. That's uh. well, you've had a lot more free time than me here as of late. 
so uh of late yeah but we we actually we have a, a bunch of projects to, to finish up around the shop mm-hmm. and it's one of those uh actually i'm feeling bad because like I, i'm i did all this amazing stuff this weekend and if i had been smart as apparently we're gonna have snowmageddon 2019 i would have probably installed the backup generator that's sitting on my driveway right now instead of wandering around the country <laughs> making obscene jokes with products uh, uh the, listen they're not obscene they're not they're they not. might be obscene so yeah they're uh, by the way the <laughs> the taking pictures um with joel at that uh, when we were up in uh hickory is probably the hardest i've laughed in a very long time and so it's the the calendar's coming, folks, and it, I don't know that the I don't know that as much fun as we had will translate in all of the images, but uh, it I just know that Joel and I were in tears at about three or four different points <laughs> taking the photos. And and so. I I have to say I I know they're a sponsor of ours, but the folks over at Clinkspore uh, were just about the nicest hosts to have us all come and glom in their store, and. Uh, and they were very nice to us and and uh oh as a matter I, of record none of them were um none of them approved of us doing this none of them really saw us doing <laughs> that's this that's true we were kind of yeah we were we were sort of taking these when no one was looking so uh for I those people see their, I want to see their security camera footage <laughs> no, I, really don't. I want those tapes destroyed that's right i'd rather get i'd rather get picked up for shoplifting from their store <laughs> <laughs> than have those tapes come out, but um, yeah. So I don't. If uh, if the Clingsport corporate people are watching, there was no one that worked for your organization that was okay with what we did in any way, shape, or form. That's right. Um, nor did they really see us doing it. What, so it's uh, I yeah. What Joel and Mike did. Let's let's let's, let's get that, this that's straight. True. Yeah, that's Izzy, true. Izzy yeah, was Izzy actually really doing had, the work. Well, Izzy and the well, Izzy was. <laughs> So here's the funny part is as we're walking around the store, Izzy is doing promotion with the guys and he's got um, Mike Ziegler and, and uh, Logan, and these guys are walking around the store and um, they're showing off, you know, like the, here's the sandpaper. And by the way, we ship internationally and, you know, they're going to, and he's doing all this work. So they had everybody in the store distracted and then you know, walking around like 12 year old boys, just taking, uh, you know, pictures and, and having a, just a blast. So it was, uh, but yeah, we, we had a really childishly good time while we were there and um the best part is is joel got home sunday i think it was a saturday night saturday night and yeah saturday yeah. night he goes and i get a text message and he goes oh my god because <laughs> he, he had all the pictures on his really nice camera and he uh he was editing them all and he said uh hey uh, just so you know these images are fantastic so and then uh you know sent them over and i was like oh this is this is really you and you will see them. There's there's no way we're hiding these. There, there's too much there's too much estate now. So yeah, I uh, yeah I got uh, well, sorry. So but yeah, they're 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 fantastic. They're wonderfully childish too. I think yes. that you guys will really get a kick out of them. But yeah, again, these will be in the group only. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. if you're expecting these to make it to the website or anything, that's probably never going to happen. So mm. it's a uh, if you're a member of the We Like to Make Stuff group, you'll have access. If not, you will not. So, uh, good luck with that. Yeah, go join if you haven't already. But hey, um, hey, Izzy, how's your uh, shop coming along? It's coming along wonderfully. Thank you. Good, good. It's looking so, good. Yeah, I know because I helped set it up some. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the yeah. way, I'd like to talk to the folks at saw stop. Uh, they make a, they make a very good product and it, it was a pleasure to, uh, to put all 32,000 bolts together to, to make it that very good product. And, uh, I want to talk to them a little bit about, uh, a little bit about their design choices on, uh, including so many nuts and bolts. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, it's, it's a beautiful machine. I felt bad for, uh, I felt bad for Gary because he pinched my finger. Oh yeah, he did about ten times as we were putting it together, and it's not really his fault, just because you know there was Mike. four people trying to build that saw stop thing, so it was um, Mike. Yes, don't put your finger in it. That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you That's what, though, I will put I will put that up as it's so it's the full package. It's it's the it's the it's the professional cabinet saw, three horsepower. It's got the extended uh, wings on it. It's got the uh, 32 inch, uh, 36, uh, I'm sorry, 36, 36, inch. 36 yeah, don't, inch. Don't save me of those. Don't, don't rob me of those precious inches. Yeah, I need yeah, I know. Oh, I know. The inches I know. matter. And, and then there's the, uh, compound sliding, uh, uh, miter, uh, table attachment. And, uh, and I would put our time, uh, like we were like the, the pit guys at NASCAR. Like we had that thing up and going in. Uh, if we took away the, the, the few breaks that we took on the item, I would say an hour and a half to install what could have been, uh, 3000 pounds worth of stuff in 32,000 nuts and bolts. And it was, it, we really did some amazing work in some, by the way, for the record, I don't take breaks when I'm working. I so do. there's a, yeah, I I neither there, does there Gary. Break. you and Gary are like twins in that, in, the, in that aspect, <laughs> you know, I've, you, hey, you I've always you, said. Gary there may be people I, that work as hard as me, but you're never going to find somebody that outworks me when it comes to stuff like that. So it's, uh, I am all go. You get the, uh, I, the, I, the, the, uh, the hookers in the blow. We just leave the hookers out and, uh, you know, I, I get to work is basically what it boils down to. But Gary doesn't do either of those, by the way. He's just a sweetheart of a gentleman sitting there. And did you get so. it all, did you get it all wired up, Izzy? Everything's wired. Did you, did you run a test piece yet? A test piece? through the saw i have no have you turned it on yes there you go that's yeah. a test that works yeah the funny have, part is is looking I at the shop to, over izzy's I shoulder have to tune it i'm gonna tune it in you know get it down to the point zero zero two where i like it and um right now we've just been cleaning and setting up and um, getting everything wired and hooking up the new television and you know trying to organize some and that is by far the the sexiest drill press i've ever seen uh so here's the deal. Don't, when I, when I don't talk, I, I got to tell this story, and um, I'm sorry, you guys, if you don't want me to talk too much about it, but bite me. Um, I I went, you know, I told Mike, I said, hey, just I don't, I really don't need a whole lot for a drill press. Just, not not me, Mike, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mike Z. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, just throw me a, a bench top, a real good bench top, or a, a you know, a quasi good floor model. He goes, Izzy, you really got to try this Nova. So he talked me into it. I'm so glad he did. <laughs> so it's amazing, man. You know, granted, it's it's a fourteen hundred dollar fifty somewhere in that price range. Don't quote me on it. It's fourteen. It's I'm pretty sure it's close to fourteen, if not a little bit more. And, and it is worth every penny of it. It is just amazing. Pre-programming setups. It's going to be great for teaching classes. I can just tell them, you know, I don't have to say, hey, you know, go change the belt to this position and then turn it on. Just say, you know, press button four. 
and it'll be the right speed. It's just going to be, it's going to make things a lot easier for, for teaching and doing classes. And, you know, and I, that's not something I even considered when, when thinking about what tools I'd like to put in here. And um, so thank you for the uh, nudge in the right direction, Mike. I'm very glad that you did that. So Nova, the Nova drill press is amazing. Yeah. You got, you got some great tools out of uh links they, they were amazing. They always have been, they've been, uh, I've been buying from them for years. So no, originally we weren't talking about the saw stop. We were talking about another saw, but because of classes and stuff, it just made sense to have that, that, you know, just save people, you know, fingers and stuff. I mean, like, you know, like they need it. I mean, if you're into that, sure. Um, and, I, uh, I don't understand why that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they shouldn't put their finger into it. Yeah. And I've seen some of the earlier saw stops, um, you know, and, and uh, it's just, it, you know, it's it's a solid saw. So I haven't had a lot of time to to uh, to use and abuse it yet, but so far, so good. And I think um, the way, the I love the way that they put it together. There's a lot of thought that went into how this thing comes together. Uh, and, you know, they unscrewed, they, they, they provided every screw you would need to put it together twice, which and is the really tools. cool. And the tools, so that was good. Um, I splurged. You were so- driving. You were you were sitting in a in a cookout drive through line while we were putting that together. <laughs> how the hell do you even know what you're talking about? How, how the hell does he know? <laughs> Because Gary, after, Gary was smashing that- my fingers between cold pressed steel <laughs> while you were while you were getting. 20 corn dogs that you didn't even come back with because after you guys left i went through every single nut and bolt to make sure it was tightened down and done properly (laughs) that was was probably a smart idea you you know you're a real dick for that but i i can't i can't say you shouldn't have done that um no you know we just had a whole team here so who knows who put what screw in where so jesus no faith at all um you know, I, I got to trust my life with these pieces of equipment and those of other people. So I'm going to make sure it's done right. Um, so was no, it done right? No, it's I have perfect. to know. Um, I had to move one bolt. That's it. That must have been the one Gary did. Probably <laughs> We're going to blame so, it on Gary. <laughs> um, no, so it was all done great, you know. And, I mean, everybody teamed up. It was – we had this – I realized what the max capacity of this shop is the other day, so I know now. <laughs> so, well, the max capacity of the shop when you have double each tool is probably you know right. considerably less. Not to mention that you've got all these other workbenches and stuff that I see you've broken down. Yeah, um, well, we're you know we've got a, we're building another bench like mine to put in the wide open space, and we have a workbench going here, and we have two actually going out back when the deck gets done. So we have we'll have a number of benches. Um, but you know, I think it was, um, you know, the whole experience from, from this weekend was amazing. Being down at Joel's was a lot of fun. We're working on a great project. Joel's got a, Joel just has an amazing crew working for him. He's got really good people. Um, Maggie who kind of runs the show down there. She is just, a she's a go-getter and a worker and, um, super helpful and, you know, just Johnny on the spot with everything. And then, uh, you know, I want a big shout out to Blake Atkins. I'm going to say his last Atkins. Atkins. Atkins like the diet. This guy, you know, he shows up one night and, and brought me some Southern Comfort. Blake, thank you, brother. Helped out. He comes back the next night, and then Gary flew in from Atlanta. And it's it's a good solid 45, 50-minute drive to the airport from 
from Joel's, and you know, and it, it was, was rain. pouring. It was, it was pouring. pouring. You know, I mean, if I would have drove the Prius, I'm pretty sure I either would have died on the way there, or Gary and I would have both died on the way back. But Blake jumped in his truck. He said, "Let's go get him." We went down there, and I, you can put me in the middle of the woods, and I will never get lost. You put me in a city with GPS, and I can't find my way out of a paper sack. So, um. I know it took you an hour and 20 minutes to go to cookout and get corn dogs. Right. We're very aware. Um, In the town you live in, by the way. So just selflessly, he jumped in. He did that. He helped out. He, you know, just, just really, I just, again, you know, it's just one of these people in the community that you're just like, you know, I want to know more about this guy. He's just, you know, super friendly, wants to help, wants to be part of the, you know, part of it. Great beard. The most amazing beard ever. You know, great beard. I want, I want to plant like. I don't know. I think we should get some birds or something for his beard. So, so that was a lot of fun. So Blake, um, love you, buddy. Thank you so much. And then, uh, it was just, this has been an amazing, I mean, I've been going 16 hours a day for the last two and two and a half weeks and my body's feeling it, but it's just got, I mean, so much has gotten done and so many cool things have happened. It's, it's kind of hard to keep track of. It's a little overwhelming. So it, um, it is, uh, it, just, I, you are, don't blessed. forget to thank Mike Laffey. That guy, you know, Ooh. took a day off from work, drove, spent 18 hours, uh, you know, with you. He's well, salty, half of that time salty. was driving to and from the place that you're was, coming from. It was a lot of, na- yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> four and a half hours in a car for no reason, for no reason, <laughs> no reason. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, this is, this has been a really fun week We're we're all kind of a little high on, on, on the love uh, that, that this whole trip was. And, uh, I get to see Izzy in two more days. We're going to wrap up that, uh, video yep, and you get gonna. to, you get to finally know what the super secret project is, uh, yep. which doesn't help me out any, by the way, uh, because it's, it's best if it was a secret, but it's too much fun not to share. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that, we're hoping to finish that up on Tuesday. I'm going to, it's a one day trip. I'll be driving three hours down there, dropping Gary off, finishing the thing and coming back. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. So, and I, um, I just, thanks guys. It was amazing. You know, the guys, the guys up at Klingspor, they're, they're the kind of guys you want to go fishing with, hang out with, invite down into your shop. So Mike, Logan, Coleman, dude, you guys rock. Um, best ever guys. Thank you. All right. I'm done now. I said, no, no, no. I, I, no, I do. I, I feel like I should be doing a parade wave or something. I don't know. No, I, I got some new dyes, and and uh, I I didn't pick up any sandpaper because I got that delivered by the truckload. But yeah, it was, uh, right. But but I actually made sure to actually spend some money there because I I felt like we probably abused the store a little bit more than most customers do. <laughs> right. <laughs> by the some... way, Coleman has messaged and let us know that they do in fact have cameras, and their attorneys would like to speak with us. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so. You two are in trouble. No, they'll um, have they'll have to get in line. Apparent, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> Apparently, alder is a protected species. So one thing I want to mention is I've been... You can't do that to it. (laughs) Where do we go from there? Uh, Um, Wherever you are going. (laughs) So one thing I want to mention is I've been doing this for, for, it seems like forever, for over 30 years. And I actually learned something about sandpaper when I went up and talked to Mike. No, these guys know their sandpaper inside and out. So... I asked Mike if he would be willing to come down. He's going to bring um, uh, the bandsaw. We didn't pick up the bandsaw. That's going to come down. If he would be willing to do a video, 
a complete video on sandpaper and the different styles and what their uses are for. And I know that sounds sanding, but this it sounds a little bit boring, but those are the kind of things that make your workflow so much easier. So I will be posting that on my second channel and sharing that when we do that. And um, I'm telling you guys, watch it. Uh, this is stuff I, there's a few things that I learned and, and it's, um, it's going to help my workflow. So I'm going to do oh, that. Oh, so. you know what we didn't mention? And I, I think it would be a good time to mention is IzzyBit. Oh yeah. There's the other thing that's happening. <laughs> Joel, take it away. Uh, so Izzy has all these amazing ideas to make your life a little bit easier. Speaking of knowing your sandpaper. Uh, and he's been talking the last couple of weeks about, um, creating a hose reel. That's a, um, well, basically there's a market gap for it. There's a lot of hose reels out there and they've been able to get away with very expensive prices because there aren't any competitors. So Izzy says, well, this is ridiculous because a dust collection hose reel for small things like sanders and, and belt sanders and anything else, circular saws that have, have a dust collection port on them should not be out of reach for somebody because it's $200 item. When you can buy and, a track saw or an, when you can buy a track saw or a spindle sander or half a dozen other tools for cheaper than you can buy a freaking reel, a reel to wind up two and a half inch, you know, shop back hose. That's just stupid. Right. So Izzy designed this amazing, uh, this amazing reel and it's, it's basically, uh, the idea is, and we've talked a little bit about it is that we're going to start creating, I have a production company Izzy has amazing ideas and promotion and he's going to start coming up with ideas to make shop life a little bit easier. And so the idea is that you're going to get a flat pack, uh, and it's Izzy bits build it together. So Izzy gets to make these great designs. I get to cut them out. You get to finish them in whatever flavor you want to finish them. Stain, paint, dye. You could you could tie dye them if you unicorn want. Unicorn blood. Whatever. It's like it's like DIY with a coach. That's right. And so uh, so basically, you get a you get a helper. You get somebody that's in where maybe if you had some reservations because you don't feel like you have a completed idea on a design, or maybe maybe fabrication isn't exactly your your best attribute or maybe you're just too busy working on real projects to work on shop projects and so izzy's going to make these uh fairly affordable um 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 you know basically uh 10 minute builds 15 minute builds 20 minute builds i don't know however long uh, we're going dries. 10 minute or under is what kind of where i'm yeah. shooting for most of the designs yeah so the so the very first thing is a shop back cart and then the reel or the shop back cart with the reel, and you can purchase those individually. We're going to be putting up a website that's going to be Izzy Bits. And so, uh, and so you're going to be able to go there and find all these awesome kits like, uh, like tapering jigs and, and all the things that you see, but we're going to build them better, smarter. You're going to be a part of the process because you're going to put these things together. And, uh, and because we have production capabilities and mailing mailing capabilities um we're going to be making them uh so they're going to be up to my shop standards when they leave the door they're going to be izzy's design which is you know always just just a little bit over the genius level and uh, it's going to work out great and uh i think this is a i think this is going to be a good addition to anybody's shop i i don't think whether you're whether you're a diyer that just wants to build a good bookcase for your kids or you're an avid uh, production shop where you have to get things done, um, you're, there's not a market we're not going to hit with some of these items because they're meant for you. By the way, I'm getting the, uh, I want the first one off the production run, and I want like, like Tony Rouleau does with his 
things I want it stamped want it with the number stamp- one on it. Number one. Yes. Serial so so number one. Yes, I need that in my life. So awesome. That's, yeah. So uh, look, look in the next uh, week for Izzy Bit. Yep, and I will be putting out um, just FYI, I'll be putting out videos a lot of, about not all of them, but a lot of the stuff that we're doing. So, and a lot of them there'll be plans available for those of you who actually want to build the project. But once you see how these kits go together, you might just want the kit anyway. So, right? Yes, that sounded cocky. I didn't mean it to. No, I just, no. I, we're going to be able to make them in a way that that is is uh, we're going to make them out of better material than you could buy or cheaper because we're going to be buying in a way that we can maximize because you don't need 72 hose reels, but I'll be able to make 72 hose, hose reels and keep the price down and whatever well, we make. What, what he's trying to say is that if we're building this out of Baltic birch, it will cost you less to build to buy it than it would be to go out and buy a sheet of Baltic birch to build it. Right, right. It's, and that's that's the thing we we are we're able to make it in a in a volume that allows it to be uh, both a better product and a better price than you could do on your own. And so I need to get to working on that logo for Izzy Bits. Izzy Bit. That's it. <laughs> yes. Next. Could it just be a picture of me cut up into a puzzle and falling apart? Is that like a? And that would be awesome. I'd, I'm not real good with uh, drawing sleeveless things. Is my only problem. I'm wearing so. sleeves tonight. I got a cold. I'm sick. See? Do mm. you have bone you, broth you, and your whiskey you, again? Of course you, I am. You, I am wearing shorts. <laughs> you you have been rocking the long sleeves a little bit, haven't you? Yeah, the, I'm a little under the weather. I've been I've been overdoing it. So we got about another week and a half of overdoing it, and then I'm going to actually take a whole day, well, at least half a day off. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, well guys, I'm going back to work tomorrow, so I get to relax. <laughs> there you awesome. go. <laughs> yeah, just stare at YouTube for a while and get caught back up. But uh, well, hey, listen, let's uh, let's uh, put the put the bow on this one, and uh, we'll wrap it up and smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh no! Let it go. Uh, I need a body bag. Um, yep. So uh, listen, guys, girls, everybody in between. I don't know how many genders there are now, but uh, if you identify as one of them, uh, feel free to hit us up. We're at Maybe Podcast on uh, Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we probably respond back to Facebook the fastest, even though it's a dying medium and we probably should move everything over to Instagram, but that's not who we are. Um, there are contact pages. I think there's a contact thing on our website now. I think maybe, I don't know. If not, I have to put one up. You'd be the one to know. I keep forgetting what I've put up there. It's just, it's so much, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, go to maybe I've said too much.com. Uh, you can listen to the shows. All of these videos go up there. So if you guys miss the live recording videos and for whatever reason you've something very wrong with you, you want to see them, um, you know we have them up on the website. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. Um, and my video for the uh, topless ultimate uh, outfit table is up there for your viewing pleasure. Um, at some point, I may even put some uh, plans together for that if uh, people because people keep saying brilliant. Um, so I like to see a bunch of folks build it, see how they like the design. And if, um, you know, I know that, uh, Izzy is probably going to build one to put behind that big, sexy saw stop machine of his, which is going to make me moist. So, uh, are we allowed to say that? I think. Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, word. Hey Mike, can I, can I give a little special treat to those folks who've lasted this long in the podcast? Okay. If they go to our website, we have a new store. 
And if oh, they yeah. if they look on that new store, there's a sale going on. I forgot about the store, uh, which I shouldn't have because it's forever I'm, to get it up. I, I haven't advertised it or anything else. So if you're smart enough, you'd go look to see what swag is out there. Yes, there is stuff available for sale. Um, uh, is shipping included in the prices? Didn't we do that? It is. It is. Yeah, so shipping is already included in the, in the uh, already discounted, incredibly low prices, which are on sale now as well. Um, various uh, sizes, shapes, colors. Um, we do have the nipple rings. Um, what, uh, what were some of the Well, the, the nice thing about the nipple rings is they're pencil holders too. So Yeah, that's... Uh, Be careful with the Sharpies. Measures. They're a little tough. It gets a little weird, but uh, then again, it's only weird if you make it weird. But uh, yeah, check out all that good stuff, folks. We put it out there for you. It's all uh, for your enjoyment and pleasure and whatever else you do with all this stuff. So, uh, But until the, the next uh, episode... Thanks for hanging, guys. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Take Is care. he? No. Oh. I love you guys. Good night. I hope you yeah, feel you better, do. you Thank big you. bear. Thank you. Love you all. You guys have a great night, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, are we Bye. supposed to do jokes or something tonight? I forgot. Um, were we doing that still? Because I forgot the uh, jokes. I don't know. I thought I, we had a lot of good feedback about the dad jokes at the end of the video. Yeah, so maybe. I thought, thought we were going to make let's, that a thing. Let's start the next episode that way. All right, starting next joke episode with dad jokes. You guys can hold us accountable. All the jokes, all the dads. Yeah. We are completely going to forget that. I'm going to have to make a note. Hey, and um, I think Coleman's going to let us give away a $100 gift card here pretty soon. I don't know if it's going to be next one, but I'm going to call him on Monday and say, Hey, Coleman, when can we give away another 100 bucks? So hopefully it'll be soon. Don't forget. But we only do it live. Are, am I eligible? Because I could use that. Yes, you can get a hundred dollar <laughs> gift card to give away. Uh, well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, sucks to be me. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye.